Oh yeah, baby. It is episode number 44. It is Will from the Think Different Podcast back at you again for another week of Amazing Apple Stories. And I already told you who I am, but now let me introduce my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. It is Mr. Frank Funk. Hey, what's going on, Will? How you doing? I am good, Frank. Everything is peachy king, you know, got the overnight shift. I got my decaf coffee with almond milk because, you know, I got that keto life going. Oh. So, hey, how's that working for you? Uh, very well. I started off at 290. You know, I'm down to about 268 now. I started that back at the end of January. So overall, it's very healthy. My wife, though, is the bigger story. She lost close to 40 pounds. Wow. Uh, she lost starting it. So um, she did an amazing turnaround. Uh, it was also for her diabetes. And I will tell you, if this is something you know you guys could stick with, it's I recommend it to everybody. We're also finding out because we're also in the middle of trying to do pregnancy and we're trying to do IVF that keto, believe it or not, is a way to help fix if you're trying to become pregnant because apparently um, there's so many... Good, just, I guess all the crap that you eat inside your mouth right, does not right. help. And not to mention, if you're diabetic, you know, of course, having a keto-friendly diet with the, uh, you know, less carbs, more fat, it eats away more of your carbs, and it just helps you to become healthier overall. So I'm going to just tell you that the keto diet is the way to go, and I'm well, going to recommend it for anybody. I remember that you were using uh, on the keto, so I thought I'd ask you about it, but. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to recommend anybody to do a keto diet. I think it is something you have to stick with and you have to be strong on it. You know, you have to skip the, you got to skip the starches. You have to skip, uh, you know, the bread, you know, these are things you have, but you could find substitutes. So instead of having French fries, we have cauliflower tots. Okay. It's almond flour. You switch to almond flour and you do like it's mozzarella and, and cauliflower. And that's like my rice too. I replace cauliflower with my rice and it, it is totally worth it. I have to look into it. I would look into uh, it. All you gotta do is try for a month and you would be amazed how much you lose. But don't be cheating good. and get that pizza, Frank, all right? None of nah. that pizza. No, we right? haven't I haven't had pizza in a while. So okay. one piece two piece of pizza, your day's done. In yeah. fact you're over. <laughs> so Frank, anything special happened go or anything going on this week? With me? No, nothing special. Just another week in COVID. Wow, that's very very riveting stuff there, Frank. Uh, I got nothing <laughs> going on. Hey, but I got to tell you, since retired life, because you did retire after you left Apple, right? What is that like? Like, do you what do you what do you, what do you want to do? Well, I had planned on doing a lot of golf until until um, COVID hit, and I, I was going out about twice a week. So a couple of the guys that uh, I used to work with, we go we would go out and play golf twice a week. That was nice. Other than that, that's I really haven't had anything because it was over the winter. Watching the grandkids whenever we can, um, taking them to ball practice, things like that. They still do. Uh, and now, since the whole coronavirus, have you had them over uh, since that started? Um, well, within safe distance, they haven't stayed over, or they, you know, uh, we just, you know, would say hello, that kind of stuff. Um, we haven't had an opportunity. Uh, to take them to ball practice. Um, actually, they just started baseball up again. Oh, they um, did? Oh, well, that's good. practicing anyway. We'll see what happens with the tournaments. I don't know. 
Yeah, so, a lot of summer programs in my neighborhood have been completely canceled. Uh, yep. So a lot of people are staying home this summer. There is not going to be much of a summer camp this year. So it's going to be very interesting how parents parents can't even go to work. You know, a lot of the kids are staying home. Yep. So it's going to make it kind of difficult. So that's added on top of the fact that people can't work. Yeah. So we're gonna, we have a couple of new stories we want to talk about today. More Apple stores did open up, and we thought we'd end the show with an amazing story that was published on Apple News that I absolutely love. But let's get started with the very first news story that we have for today, and that is the Flexgate. Now, Frank, were you around for this, uh, for the Flexgate? No. iFixit last year discovered that some MacBook Pro models released in 2016 and 17 experienced these uneven backlighting. And what that means is on the lower part of the screen, there would be like these, it would be like a light and then a dip of black, light and then a dip of black. And this happens because of the stress of these, what we call like these bungee cables. There's these bungee cables that run underneath and I used to have to fix them. They're tough. You have to like roll them and they're really tight to keep the to keep basically the display hinged correctly. And this is a now this was at out of cost. If you had no warranty on it, you would have to pay either four hundred and fifty or eight hundred and fifty dollars for these repairs. They believe that there is a um, defect in the device and that they um, should be fixing it. Now Apple de- uh, did extend the length of the cable in the 2018 MacBook Pro, which I have not, um, I think I saw, I barely saw it uh, for a repair. Uh, They also launched a free program in May of 2019. So right now, if you have a 13-inch MacBook Pro, if you were sold between October of 2016 and February of 2018, you can get a free replacement as long as two main things are happening. Either A, your backlight continuously or intermittently shows those vertical uh, lines on the bottom, or if the backlight completely stops working on your display. And I will tell you, I did see these at the Genius Bar, but not on the 13-inch. I saw it on the 15-inch as well. And the 15-inch is not included in this program. I don't know. I, do you do you think this lawsuit... I guess what you're saying then is that They lawsuit- always... I'll be honest, they always seem to work out that they are going to do it, especially if they're not covering the 15-inch. I mean, if Apple has already introduced a repair, um, if Apple has introduced a quality program, then, you know, to me, a lawsuit doesn't mean anything. You know, you could say you lost work or jobs or or something, maybe in a five-day period, but to be honest, deal with it. You know, go there. Now, if you have a 15-inch... And they are not covering it, then yes, I would tell you you probably have something to to stand on. Yeah, but but answer me this, Will. If if somebody came in with a fifteen that had the same problem and it wasn't mm-hmm. covered, you as a genius, you would have the ability to go to the manager or the lead genius and say, Look, this really should be covered or whatever. And and they may give you the lead way to do that now. Well, I will always stick by what the warranty status is always gonna be. Uh, if a, you know, I had, there's many times I've given exceptions to customers, uh, especially with manager discretion on it, depending on the situation. It, it does matter what the situation is and why we would be covering it, why we wouldn't be. It really has a lot to do with it. So, you know, right away, I would say, well, if someone brought that to my attention, they had a 15 inch, like, well, the 15 inch is not under the warranty as of this time. However, if you do re- do the repair and they do come out with a quality program, you will be informed to be refunded. That's what I could say. And that's because that's what it says. 
yeah. You know, uh-huh. and that and and that's the best answer you could give. That would not, you know, I feel like that would be the right answer to say based on me working there. Yeah, well, you know, as I was reading this article and, and this lawsuit, I, you know, kind of, as an Apple employee, it kind of upsets me that people think that um, Apple's not going to do the right thing and that they have to file a, a class action lawsuit. To me, the only people that make money on a class action lawsuit are the, are the lawyers. lawyers. Yeah, I don't know and, why um, exactly. So I, I don't know. And, and the other thing is that... Um, I th- I think if a lot of these people. I would ask. My first question would be: Did you go into a store? Yeah. You know, or or did you talk to an external repair person? You know, uh, I had a bad experience before the Quaker Bridge store opened. I took my iMac to a uh, authorized person. It was under warranty, and he still charged me one hundred and fifty dollars. Hmm. And I, I was I was really upset about that, but that was not you. that was not Apple's fault. That no. was that was this guy trying to get over on a, a a new user who didn't know any better. And I was going to tell you this law firm, the guy, the, the attorney says, imagine spending two twenty uh, five hundred dollars on a laptop only for it to fall shortly of manufacturer's warranty expires. Well, then you could say that about anybody though. Yes, you know, every, everybody's got a warranty, and you have the option to buy Apple Care. And then he even says, "What's more appalling is Apple's required customers to spend an additional six hundred to eight hundred fifty dollars to replace the screen. That's how much the screen costs." And I think that has to do with one. I think that specialists need to tell them a cost of some of the most common repairs that we do, which I right. think a battery and a display is definitely one of the top two. Um, and that's how much it costs. You know, you can. I can tell you right now, this guy's not. They're not going to change their price. I mean, it's not like the battery program where they changed it for twenty nine dollars because it right. affected like so many iPhones. So, well, I, you know, I I think this guy has never had owned an Apple product in his life. That'd be right. my opinion. And to find yeah. out that they have to spend that, it just blows his mind. I'm like, well, dude, that's how much they've been costing since like 2013. Right, right. And, well, look at it this way, too. Well, you go buy a new car. How much you spend on a new car? And what's the first thing they want to do? They want you to buy the, the extended warranty. warranty. Many warranties. Tire so, warranty. You know. You know. So I think that a lot of this just they look at, oh, Apple? You got a problem with Apple? Well, let's sue Apple because yep. they got deep pockets. Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, think of it. You know, you have a problem with an Android. Where do you go? Where do you go to have it repaired? You go. You go, you go back you go to, to your you go carrier. to the phone ma- carrier. Yep. And and then what's the carrier going to tell you? They're going to tell you, hey, you need a new phone. Yep. Buy a send new phone. it out. Yeah. I I always tell people, listen, the best place you can go, you have a problem, you go to Apple, uh, act like a human being, don't don't be belligerent, and nine times out of ten, the staff is going to do the best they can to help you in your situation. They're not going to try to rake you over the coals. There's no incentive for them to do that. It's not like you were working on commission for every every Mac or every phone that you brought in for repair. You didn't get a commission on it. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I hate reading these kind of things because they really get me upset. Well, let's look at you more upset because the FBI and Apple debate. Ah, <laughs> you see that transition there. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, so... 
Remember, we had they. This has been going on for years about how Apple and the FBI, Apple won't unlock their phone. We already kind of know all that. Now, a recent article came out about this explains, and this is what I really want to talk about with this one is that Apple already does help the FBI. One of the major things that they hand over is iCloud backups of their phones. Yes. Yep. So, which includes mostly everything except for passwords. Uh, everything pretty much comes back on that phone. Notes come back over. Text messages come back over. So, really, you get everything you need uh, that I think that would be necessary. But the fact is that they want someone to give them that phone and press that unlock and put a software in there and unlocks that code so that way they can get to everything. Right, right. And that and that's not going to happen. And Apple is not going to just unlock the phone because they don't have the password to your device. How right. crazy would that be if that was in the wrong hands? If if uh, something is developed to do that and they insist on a backdoor and Apple does that, that means literally anybody at Apple, for any reason, unbeknownst to you or to I or to the FBI, can get into anybody's iPhone to get any information they want. The one thing that I always told customers is uh, the number one product that Apple sells is privacy. Mm-hmm. You know that when whatever you put on your phone is just for you. Um, people were big, you know, you're a photographer. People are big on uh, the Google Cloud, putting uh, pictures in the Google Cloud. It's free. Why do I have to pay for iCloud space? I said, well, there is no free lunch. They're saying it's free, but they're getting information from those pictures about you. Uh, whereas with iCloud, those photos or all of your data, not just your photos, but your notes and everything, goes into the cloud, and that's yours. That's it. Nobody has access to it. Now, as you know, if people forget your iCloud password. <laughs> there's no magic wand that can... Uh, Replay, repair it or whatever so not even apple we have to raise phones every time that we had to do that yep so and, and i'll tell you the, the bottom line and this is the simple debate to it the simple term do you want your iphone to be secure or not so you have a choice put yep. a passcode on it or you don't and that's yeah. your and that's your decision so yep. if you feel strongly that apple should unlock their phone then why don't you take the passcode off of your phone because you're basically telling them to do that but no, yeah. people want the middle of that. They want to be able to get through it. I'm like, that's the answer. So if anyone ever came up to me and said that, that said, man, Apple should, should you know, should get the back door, and I'll be like, okay, well here, why don't we take the passcode off your phone? Don't have it on anymore, and that, and that's exactly what you're asking for. Yeah, and that's the yeah. answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, how many people did you run into that didn't have a passcode on their phone at the store? Oh, I, it's it's I, typically not too many. Not no. too many. There are a few. I think. I think the. I think some people just don't care because they have nothing on there to hide. Which, right. you know, I do have stuff to hide because I have my TD Bank on there. I have. I use my stocks on there. Right. I have access to all my bank accounts on there. You know, you know. That's. Yeah. It's. I care about that. I don't want no one to get into that. In fact, and this is the crazy thing that people think I'm crazy for. I have my. I have my wife's social security number in the Notes app, locked right. up with the extra lock. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you could set a different passcode for your notes to be locked, but I do that because I trust it. Yeah. I, if I, I, you know, I believe that Apple can't get to this, and, and no one's going to get into this phone. On top of the fact, no one's going to know the note that I have that has that information in there. 
Exactly, exactly. I do much the same uh, with my wife's information. Um, just because there have been a number of times when uh, she'll say, how come I can't get into this? And, and it's clearly telling her, log in, with you, put in your password. And she says, I don't know what it is. So I have to go to my app <laughs> and say, okay, here it is. Put it in. Mm -hmm. So I have all of that, whether it's in notes or I use that um, number one uh, lock. Have you ever used that? I don't like one password because it doesn't so it doesn't work as fast as saving the password in iCloud in the keychain. Correct. Keychain is much faster. It updates when you go to a website. And you update it. Updates it right away. I tried one password, but I wasn't feeling it. Not to mention, it doesn't update your password all the time. Yeah, you ha yeah, I have to go in and, and update them manually. Yeah, but um, I find it interesting, or not interesting, but I find it useful that I can have everything in one place. Yeah, but um, I think Keychain does that now, and it works with your Mac. It corrects directly to your Mac. I, I I could never understand. Like you won't be able to convince me to change my method. I think I, I don't understand it. You're talking about going to a third party. That will right. control your passwords, and I'm sure they're secure. But I'm still, you're still asking me to go to a third party to put these passwords in, and they right. don't update on their own. You have to do it, you know, manually. And if I tell someone, "Hey, here's two password methods. You could use one password here, or you could use Keychain," and I'll show them both of them. And if you tell me which one's easier, Keychain is going to win every time. Oh yeah, it it, it will. It's just that I think that um, the fact that there's a separate app, and in order to get the keychain, you have to go through settings and what is it, accounts and passwords now, right? Yep. yep. That's where it is. And, uh, you know, I've been using it, so I, I just don't. Uh, plus, I have friends who uh, forget their stuff. And uh, I say friends, they're, I don't want to say elderly friends because they're my age, but they're. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they forget their stuff, so I have their stuff in there so that when they call and say, how come this isn't working? I said, well, hmm. this is the password. Did you put that in? Oh, no, because they forget it. Now, do you discuss this when you go to the diner every morning? Yes. At 6 a.m.? Moving on to another story that is interesting. Apple has finally... By the way, Apple turned 19 years old. Oh, yes. Uh, the Apple store. That. Yeah, so Apple turned 19 years old uh, recently this week. And in honor of them doing that... They released a COVID-19 article to all their customers. <laughs> <laughs> and how they did that was kind of, it kind of took over. If you go to apple.com right now, they have a entire dedicated spot saying Apple's approach to reopening our stores. And really, it's a lot of what we talked about last episode. So if you want to hear a little bit more of what they're actually doing in the store, Please download our previous episode, and you can listen to what we talked about with that. But this basically just talks about what their approach is. Uh, you know, they're looking at all data as far as cases, trends, and deciding what store is opening where. You can find more stores now in uh, the U.S. opening up. The most popular one I could thought of was Orlando. Finally has an, has an Apple store opened up. Uh, you know, they're dealing with a lot of stuff down there. Yeah. Uh, so well, the... The, this whole opening up uh, 
let's say in Jersey. I I don't know. I, uh, I think not anytime soon. You know what it reminds me of, Will? They're saying it's going to be open. The beaches are going to be open for Memorial Day. It reminds me of Jaws. It really does. Every time they talk about it, it's it's purely a matter of economics. They want to get the beaches open for the holiday season, and. You know, I think what's going to happen, just like in Jaws, they're going, to, they're going to open it, and then there's going to be more attacks, and it's going to spike, and things are going to go up, and then they're going to end up shutting it down again. Um, I, I think we need to really just take our time with this, because it's, it's serious. It um, is, but also people, like, if my Mac broke, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, I mean, there's a point where I have to get service done on, on something, and I, you know, doing it from my home, waiting for the box to get here, send it out. It's just one more extra day that adds on to not having worked on. And so I could see why that. Remember, right now, what they're saying about the store, they're pretty much doing a one-to-one -one interaction with everybody. Right. Um, you know, the good thing about the Genius Bar, they don't want us to go back and forth between customers. Remember, one of the bigger things was staying on a time frame with customers when it comes to the queue. So I would work with one customer, go away from them and work with another. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. Right. You know, right. it's going to be a real, when that person's done is when you start doing the next thing. You know, they talked right. about face coverings, the cough and fever. We talked about that. Um, so they're deciding when the right time will be to open up certain stores. So go to Apple's website. They will show you, look at the store list and see if your store is opening up couple of hours ago all of the uh, five stores in our area Quaker Bridge Freehold Willow Grove Bridgewater and Cherry Hill um, are still closed um, and with with uh, no announcement of uh, curbside pickup or anything like that although it may be coming because I saw today that uh, there are a couple of stores in the Quaker Bridge Mall that are opening for curbside pickup, Macy's, and uh, one of the restaurants. A few, a few stores in, like Alaska opened up, Florida, uh, uh, California, Alabama. So it's slow. It, it definitely yeah. the amount of cases in the area is going to depend on when it opened up. So that's what they're choosing. And I, you know, the only thing I don't know is if they are uh, going to be doing one-to-one not one to one. I'm sorry. I still call it one to one. Uh, <laughs> and they're still doing today at Apple in those stores. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything on on that. I think it's just like we talked about last week. Um, they're going to have those little videos and things of that nature, but I haven't seen anything about where they're going to have open sessions. As of right now, from I'm looking right at, at the Florida Mall as an example, uh, they don't have anything scheduled. Like I kind of predicted, they wouldn't. Uh, so I think it's going to be a while before this uh, Today at Apple picks up. I think it's still going to be stuff at home. Um, but uh, they finally added something new, which was good. They finally added a new video, which is uh, using Clips, using the Clips app. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I mean, the Clips app, I did use it for a while, but I stopped using it. Yeah, I, I think that app, uh, they, they brought that out as a um, as a alternative to Snapchat or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, like their version of it. And they yeah. should just, I think they should just incorporate that to iMovie and I'd be happy. Right, yeah. That's all they need to do. Yeah. You know, just, and I think it's just as good. 
Uh, it's just harder to, you can't cut anything in there, so you have to record things the way they are. So right. it's kind of like there's no real much editing to it. But well, I wish that they would incorporate the Clips app into iMovie. So instead of choosing trailer and movie, put Clips in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so easy to cut a piece of the video out that you don't want uh, in iMovie on, on the phone or your iPad or on your Mac. Uh, it's really just highlight the area you want, cut it out. So, yeah, I think they have a lot of room that they can put that stuff in there and make it a singular app. Now, Rod Stewart is not one of my favorite artists, but he did come out with a song. You know what it is? Some guys have all the luck, right? Yeah, right. That's pretty, right. He did. Right? Well, yep. some well, someone got pretty damn lucky because they dropped their iPhone into a river, and eight months later, they got it back, and it worked. We wanted to close out today's episode with this little fun fact. So there was a nice article talking about a guy who dropped his iPhone into the water. It was in a zip-up plastic bag, and he thought he lost it. But eight months later, eight months. Yeah, he got a phone call. That's There's eight months. That's four times two <laughs> is eight. Uh, he got a phone call that someone was able to get the man's number from a business card that was inside the iPhone case and received a call from a tourist that that lost it. And he's like, there's no way. That can't be possible. And he returned it via mail, fully working. Yep, that's, uh, that's an amazing story. It really is. So uh, now I'm going to tell you right now. Do not think your iPhone can do that, okay? <laughs> he had a lot of luck. Because like I said, Rod Stewart was on his side. Yeah. And he got lucky that he was able to, you know, deal with that. So, you know, you could definitely get a waterproof case. They do exist out there. But I thought this was a tremendous way to end the episode, talking about this story. And, you know, a lot of people do it. They put their business card inside of their case, which is actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I think it leaves markings, which is why I don't like it. Uh, but, you know, hopefully you would also, if it turns on, you would have a, uh, like, a, a, you're using the lost iPhone feature that would allow you to display something on there. But I can't believe it worked. That, that's yeah. just, that was amazing. That, yeah, I was surprised. And the case, they had a picture of it. Yeah, it uh, looks when bad. When the back was all muddy and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it looked like in terrible shape. But, so, hey, he said it works, and he's using it, so there you go. This is where I think Apple products are so good. This is where an Apple Watch would come in. Is a really good product to have in the water. I think, I, it, for me, I'm a little scared sometimes to wear an Apple Watch in the water. I'm not going to lie. You know, but I should just go for it. You know, especially I have a warranty on my watch, so I shouldn't really have to care. But, you I, know. I've, I you know. I was the same way, Will, but when I, the new one, I mean, I don't wear it in the shower, but last summer in the pool, um, things like that, man, it, it was fine. Um, and I got the new one because it can do the EKG, does the heart rate, right. all of the health features. Um, and, you know, one of the, one of the features on the watch is that uh, if, if you should fall, and you don't get up within a certain amount of time, it'll the watch will come on and say, "Are you okay? Have you fall? We've noticed that you've fallen. Do you need assistance?" And if you don't respond to that within so many seconds, it'll dial nine one one for you. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, it's pretty handy because, you know, you see a lot of those different advertisements. Oh, yeah. Frank is definitely going to be in those. No, no. <laughs> no, Frank, you've been in a couple of those commercials, Frank. I saw yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know. Help! I'm Frank, and I can't get up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or, the hear, or, or the hearing aid, which, by the way, yeah. that feature is built on there as well with the AirPods. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, you can extend the noise out. So really, all those products were just the starting point to what ended up the Apple Watch and, and a combination with the AirPods Pro. Basically, it's the old people lifesaver. Well, Will, don't forget, Apple is still the leader in accessibility uh, for all to, all people. I agree. Um, and, and uh, you know, not your common user doesn't realize... Um, all of those types of features. Like one of the features I use on my phone, I, I have my ringer off all the time hmm. on my phone. And what I do, I have the ringer. You know how it'll make the flashlight yep. light up and yep. blink? Um, and people, you know, people have asked me, why, why do you do that? I go, because whenever I get a text or a thing, I don't like to hear that because, you know, I could be talking to somebody. I don't want to be interrupted with that. Mm. But... Uh, with my watch, I, it has the haptic touch on it. I mm -hmm. can feel when somebody calls, and I can see that flash. I think it's much more convenient, at least for me. But, Frank, I just checked my invisible Apple Watch, and we're out of time for today. Oh, man. It, it flies by, doesn't it, it Will, when it, you're it, having a good time? Absolutely, it does. And actually, and on top of it, my Ember mug is empty, uh, so that uh -oh. means there's no coffee left, and, the, and that means I kept my coffee nice and hot. So. Well, listen... Now, your coffee, you're drinking decaf, right? Of course. I don't know why you bother. We know why I bother. I, I like the taste of coffee on my lips. Yeah, I know, but if, if I'm going to drink coffee, it better be caffeinated because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, it's kind of like drinking uh, non-alcoholic beer. What's the point? Maybe some people like the taste of alcohol. Maybe they don't. Maybe they like the taste of a beer without the alcohol in it. You know, I'll bet this. I'll go have three energy drinks to make. You, does that make you feel better? Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I'll be wired three, up uh, all night. Three uh, Red Bulls. Uh, and then I'll fly. So then, and then you'll fly. Yeah. And then I don't want that. <laughs> all right, Frank. Well. Of course, we want to thank you for coming to the show again. We want to thank everybody for listening to us every single week. Make sure you check us out on our Think Different podcast Facebook page and our Instagram. Also, we, we have clips of all of our uh, most of our episodes available to you on YouTube. We did a lot of great stuff up there. In fact, the last episode we put up was our Apple Store again. We talked about the changes in the Apple Store. But our most popular video is still, it's Waze versus Apple Maps. Frank, have you ever checked out that video? Yes, I did. All right. Yeah. And would you agree that Apple Maps is better than Waze? Yes. Thank you. I would. Uh, you know, it's funny. My wife said the same thing, but she still uses Waze and Apple Maps is not on her phone. So even you know, though she said yes, she thinks it's better, she still doesn't use it. I, you know, I, the well, hell out I, of me. I like to keep my life simple. Why do I want to go get a third? Just like you said with my one password. Wait a minute. Why do wait, I want to use that? a third party app? Oh, well, good. That, right? means you, that means you're going to stop using one password, everybody. I just convinced them. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining <laughs> us for this episode. I have convinced Frank that third party options suck. <laughs> have a good night, man. Take care. Suck.